0: In the grand scheme of things, it matters not. Love has already won. We are simply catching up as a collective. Love is a path that has been chosen. The players are but actors on the stage. Those issues that come forth are what need to be seen, to be resolved, to be transmuted to be renowned actors play roles and they sometimes play them very well <laughs> allow what is to be Observe, but do not become attached observe from your higher perspective as much as you can love is all there is but do not become driven by outcomes. This is a fact that is being learned by the collective.
1: Welcome to the Inner Sanctum online group sessions with Karen Swain. This is some highlights from our two to three hour sessions we have each week with myself, Karen Swain, teaching deliberate creation. And once or sometimes twice a month, we invite a guest teacher to come in and join us and share their wisdom and we can quiz them and we have a lovely time. Enjoy the highlights and if you'd like to join us online each week please go to karenswayne.com slash inner sanctum and sign up. Alrighty, today we have Angela Anderson as our guest teacher in the inner sanctum. Yay! Welcome Angela. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) So great to have you as our as our guest teacher in the inner sanctum. Let me read your bio. Angela plays the role of wife and mother to a loving husband and two beautiful children. She has spent the last twenty years as a software developer for four different Fortune five hundred companies. With a passion for health and fitness, she spent several years as an American uh, as an American council on exercise certificate personal training ah she now spends her free time with one of many hobbings, including reading fitness enjoying nature creating beautiful works of art and building (laughs) custom-made motorcycles Angela considers herself a student of life always delving into and learning more and allowing her light to impact that which exists around her So in your bio, you didn't actually say anything about your spiritual work. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that?
0: (laughs) uh, My spiritual work recently is it just consists of channeling, channeling messages from higher consciousness. Um, They don't come to me as individuals. It's just a collective oneness. Um, I have gotten individual names, (laughs) beings. Uh, which include Michael, Archangel Michael, um, Jesus, the Elohim, and um, Metatron. And Mary has started visiting me recently. So um, I've expanded since January and I put up a website to showcase the messages. And um, yeah, that's kind of where we are.
1: So when did you start getting interested in stuff like this? Like what happened to make you think about this stuff, like your awakening journey?
0: I don't I don't think there was any one thing that was the catalyst for me waking up. I've always had uh, an inclination that there was more. I've always spoken to that voice that's spoken to me. I've always listened to that voice. When I was small, I used to see things. And um, I used to see shadow people. And I was afraid only because in my family that was looked upon as taboo. Those sorts of things were. I remember being asleep at night and I would see beings beside my bed who I now know were not um, intentionally trying to be scary. But I would see like little creatures who at the time I called smurfs. (laughs) <laughs> but they would be small uh, beside my bed um, and they would dance beside my bed. And I thought it was the craziest, the scariest thing ever. And I would always run and tell my mom, but she never paid attention never validated it. So I kind of shut it down because I didn't want her or anybody else to think I was crazy, you know, doing that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I just, I, I've always known there was more, there there was more to life. Yeah.
1: Wow, that's so interesting. You know, the last few weeks I've listened to a couple of shows, I can't remember who or where, that have talked about the Smurfy beings, like that have talked about the Smurf beings. And I've never, were they blue, like little or blue that looked
0: like Smurfs? So, so at the time when I was small, I would see them as, uh, I guess, not fully fleshed out. Yeah. They would appear as... Um, like they were manifesting and they were manifested there. They weren't, they were more than shadows, but not completely to the point where I would make them out. If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Have you
1: since uh, seen them? revisited that and say like, who are
0: you dudes? (laughs) Okay. So I have, and um, I got one of the, one of the bands I would see wasn't small. It was big and it had a hat on and a staff. But I know now that that wasn't a witch. It was a Merlin. It was a Merlin Merlin with a hat and the staff. So it wasn't intended to be a scary thing, right? But me being so small, it, it was just the way that I interpreted it at the time. Yeah. But it was a collection of beings from the angelic realm which is which what it is what it seems I'm most connected to so I don't know individually what you would call them I, I haven't asked mm-hmm. you know that hasn't come up in conversation but I know that the big guy was Merlin and there were some seraphim there and then the smaller ones I would assume were from the fairy kingdom maybe uh, yeah. but I'm not I'm not 100% sure yeah I
1: know, and I think it's just our human minds that need identity. Uh, but they often, you know, spirit beings or light beings often appear in a way that relays a message. So Merlin is about alchemy and magic and wizardry and, you know, coming into your own power to be the deliberate creator of your reality, to alchemize life, like to turn things into what you want. And that's very much the Merlin energy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, I asked in asking about that, something that I got recently was that um, I was visited when I was small and we made a deal that I would be a teacher. Yeah. I would come into being a teacher. Mm-hmm. But for the time that I was in my household with my family, I would play the role because my parents weren't ready for that. They weren't ready for that side of things. But when the time was right, the catalyst would come and then I would flow into the role of being a uh, teacher. Yeah. So it was an agreement that we made either before incarnation or at the time when I was small and I was having all these uh, encounters, seeing seeing all these different um, things when I was little. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'd say that you made that. Uh, yeah they're saying that you made that arrangement before you came but then the before you know after again that's a linear concept that you know humans need to understand it's like it's all happening now anyways time um yeah so so you played the role as wife mother and then was it this year or last year you felt like you needed to honor that um agreement
0: yeah. So, <laughs> okay. So um, I've I've always had different things happen throughout my life. Like I came to a point where like me and my husband uh, got married and after we got married, I just, I went to the doctor and she told me that there was no way I would be able to have kids. Wow. I was like, that's insane. That's something I'm not taking. Right. Yeah. And the day I went to the hospital was like, shoot. I can't remember the flow of events, but it's like I got hired at my job, got married, and then went to the hospital. And she was like, We need to do emergency surgery like the next day because I had a fibroid um, that was blocking my fallopian tubes, so a fibroid that was going to pop or something like that. But it, anyway, it was an emergency situation. Went to the hospital and um, had the surgery. And afterwards, she was saying that there was no way we would probably have to go the in vitro route. And as I'm talking to her, um, it was like an alarm, like a weather alarm. (laughs) Like the frequency was so high. I'm like, I'm not hearing this. I'm not taking it. No, whatever you're doing with, no, I'm not taking that. So that was one wake up call. Progressively throughout my life, there have been maybe I can count maybe three of those types of work, wake up calls. And most recently prior to me contacting you was um, my husband and I, he had gotten to a state where he was really stressed out with work, right? Really stressed out with work. And based on my, um, the way I grew up and my mom's relationship with her husband, I had always told myself if it got to a point where The other person was, you know, treating me wrong. I wasn't tolerating any of that stuff, right? So we had to have this talk because I'm a creative person. I'm a creator. That's what I do. So we moved into this house and in the prior house we had prior to moving to Minneapolis, um, I got the chance to make that house ours, like painting, decorating where I wanted, all that stuff, right? So, We got to a state here where every time I would mention, I'm going to paint, I'm going to do this. You don't need to do that. You shouldn't do that. You don't need to do that. Now, he's a really gentle soul. But in in retrospect, I know he was playing the role. Right, This was part of our agreement and him being one of the cowards to help me wake up. I know that for certain. But he got to a state where everything I would say, he would put it down. And I was allowing it, but this particular day, it was like, I woke up and I was like, why is this happening? Why is every time I say something, is he putting it down? Is he shutting everything down? And I brought that to his attention. I was like, if you want to push me away, this is the best way to do it. I'm a creator. This is what I'm here to do. I'm here to create. I won't let this happen. I won't let you shut shut me down. And in the midst of me telling him that, I it was like I was having two conversations. So having this conversation with him. But on this other side, I'm having this conversation with myself saying, you know, life is a mirror. Why are you allowing this to happen? What is there for you to see in this moment? And at that moment, I started to hear those that that frequency change. It was a shift happening in that moment. And it was a whole conversation that went away from that. That was just the front, the spark that ignited where we went in the conversation. But after that conversation, he even woke up to himself because he didn't realize what he was doing, um, squelching My squelching who I am basically, my ability to create, but I was allowing him to do that. And I woke up to that fact in that moment and how my expectations of him wasn't allowing him to be who he was. But in that same vein, I wasn't embracing who I was. And this was the mirror that was being shown in that moment. And that's when I woke up like for certain, like that's when everything started to happen. And so I started watching your shows and um, watching the shows and I'm like, oh, this is speaking to me. I need to join the inner sanctum. <laughs> I'm not doing, I'm not joining the inner sanctum. Why would I do that, right? This is this is a conversation I'm having with myself. So I went out online and I was like, how much does he cost? I'm not paying that. So, so, so it came back and I was like, you should connect that with this group, right? And so I'm like, oh, I'm not doing that. So one day, one morning I was sitting in my chair and went out to the website and I was like, oh, wait a minute, that cost is not US dollars. That's Australian dollars. Oh, it's a little bit more palatable let me do that right now. So I went out and I and I did it. And I, I, I logged in and it was like, there you go. You did it. Like, this is what you were supposed to do. And I knew in that moment, I was supposed to connect up with this group. And from then on, it's just been an exponential amount of growth. Like it's, I won't say it's overwhelming, but in the beginning, it kind of was because things were just Happen to me and coming to me and like I'm on the treadmill in the morning and I'm just walking like I normally do and I hear like not physically I don't know, I know how to explain the hearing right but there is a voice that says we are here and I'm like who is here because I'm looking out there are woods behind my house and I'm, lo- I'm like who is here who's speaking and they just kept saying, We are here. And then that's when I got the um the name Carrie. And that was my great grandmother, my, my my grandma, my mother, my maternal grandmother's mother. Right. So I at that time I would do qigong every morning. And she kept saying, We are here. And I said, Okay, if you are here, like if there is somebody really here, let me know. So I held up my hand and I said, let me know that you are really here. And I could feel this. It was like a touch going around in circles in the center of my hand. And I was like, holy crap, what is that? Yeah, it, it was like that. It was like that physical. And so like from then on, it's like, okay, we, we are really doing this. And then I spoke with you and you shared what you had to share about how I was carrying some things for my mom. And I made, I made the decision after that conversation to just let that stuff go and be who I was called to be. I, I knew without a doubt that's what I was supposed to do. I was supposed to be here to embrace the gifts that I've been given and to share those with the world in the most authentic way that I can, in the, in the most authentic way um, possible. So, yeah.
1: Oh, wow. It's so great to hear it like that because I haven't heard it like that. It's, uh, yeah. you know, I see you most weeks, but I just sort of don't, yeah, I hadn't really known what's been going on it's just wonderful to hear the whole unfolding of it and um you know with you it's it's kind of like it was so easy or it was time let's just say it was time for you to just okay let's get connected to the mob <laughs> the team so once you're connected and bringing through the information then the work starts like that's not the work getting connected yeah. is not the work as many of you know who are online right uh, the work is, what do I do with this? How do I share this? Who am I to share this? What do I call myself? Oh, what do I call them? So do you want to just speak a little bit about what you've been going through? With yeah, that?
0: that that was interesting because when I decided to fully embrace it, I was like, okay, now you know you have to tell your husband, right? You, you have to tell him because he it, he's just going to think you're crazy, but you have to make it known. I knew I had to do that, right? So I had settled in my mind that he can either choose to embrace it, right, or he could choose to walk away, right. I knew those were the two options, and I was fearful up to that point of even sharing any of my childhood you know, encounters with him because I was like, he's something I'm nuts, right? Because he already was like of the mindset he didn't want to go to church you know, embrace that religious side of things. So I told him and uh, he was semi, you know, kind of open to it or whatever, but he was like, okay, you know, I'm kind of weirded out, but you know, we'll, we'll deal with that. So he had been having some, um, um, health concerns and dealing, dealing with some health issues. And, um, I had taken a Reiki class and in starting that Reiki class, I started the class and as I'm taking the class, it was like, I know this, I don't need this class. I already know this stuff. Why am I taking this class? Because it was like teaching me stuff that I already had a knowing of. I don't know how I knew it, but I knew that I knew it somehow, right? So I stopped taking the class and I mentioned to him in jest that he needed to let me practice on him, right? I needed to practice Reiki on him. So he never would, he never brought it up. So he got to a point where his health issues had kind of started to get the best of him, right? And he didn't know what else to do. So he said, remember you talked about Reiki? Cause I never brought it up again, he did. He said, let's, let's do that Reiki thing. And we did, he laid down and, and we did it. And I could hear them telling me, I could hear the voices telling me, just give us your hands. All you have to do is just give us your hands. I was like, I, well, I, don't, I don't even know, like you have to do the symbols and stuff with Reiki. I don't even know all that stuff. You know, I don't think I know it, right? But they said, give us your hands. And I did. I put my one hand at the top of his head and I, put, I just let myself go, right? And they, my hands started to move. They took my hands and started to move them up and down his body. And we got to the area of his heart, which is where he was having the issue. And I could feel my hand stop. And I would try to move my hand, but my hand wouldn't go anywhere. Right. So as we are doing this, I said, okay, that's interesting. He said, what's wrong? I said, it stopped at the heart. Right. So then they said to me again, give us your hands. So I gave him my hands. And um, toward the area of his heart, my hand starts to go up and down. And I could feel this energy. And it was just up and down like this. And it was up and down. And then this was a sweeping away, pulling up and a sweeping away. And I could feel this energy the whole time, pulling up and sweeping away. And after that, he was really relaxed, really calm. And then the voice says, to ask him if he has a question. And I was like, he is going to say no. You know? He's not going gonna... <laughs> <Like>, to like, what? <laughs> so I did. I said, OK, I'm doing it. OK, you know, we, we got this far, right? I'm, I'm going to go with it. So I did. And I said, do you have any questions? And he said, huh? I said, do you have any questions? He said, huh, I said, it seems that I'm connected to your higher self and he's asking me, do you have any questions? And he did and he asked why was he having these chest, these heart issues, right? And it came down to self-love, being so hard on yourself. And as I explained it to him, he just, let go. And he, like, let go. And since then, he has been a different man. I've watched him transform. I've watched him open. It's been a slow process, but I've seen him open. And in doing that, it helped me to trust what I was getting. It helped me to learn to listen to the voice and the impulse and act when it says to act versus always thinking the worst, (laughs) always thinking the worst, thinking he wouldn't receive it or how in the world are you guys gonna bring him around to where I am so that he can embrace and not be afraid. Like my mom has always lived her life in fear of those types of woo-woo type of things, but how are you gonna do that, right? But for him, it was the personal experience of having his energy moved, having himself shift into a different state, and so now he's become more calm. Gotten into meditation, which is changing him. He's seeing things in a new, um, in a new way, and it's been. Uh, it's been great for lack of a better word, but I feel like there is a better word for being able to sit and watch somebody transform right before you. Mm-hmm. That has been a, an awesome um, thing to watch, mm-hmm. to see. Yeah, cause he's always been so hard on himself and carrying that load and me being so sensitive to energy and being able to feel energy in the way that I do. When he's carrying it, it feels like a heaviness that comes to me. Mm -hmm. It feels like a load, but he's progressively gotten lighter and lighter. His frequency is lifting. He's less hard on himself, more calm, less stressed about life, stop worrying about different things. And he can just sit and be and not be critical. And yeah, yeah.
1: And tell me, how have the children reacted to the new mom and dad?
0: <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. That is so much them seeing us as new. Um, my kids, I, I've never hidden anything from them, right? They, they came here knowing. Like, my, yeah. my son, I swear... When he was younger, he used to speak like light, light language. And yeah. me and my husband at the time had no clue what he was doing. Mm-hmm. I, t- I used to joke and tell my husband, he must have been born somewhere else because he's speaking a language that I don't even know. Like he's got a past life somewhere else, but he's speaking something I, I don't know. But when Valentia Reese came on the show and she started speaking, I was like, oh my God, this is what Austin used to do when he was small. Like he would just do it out of the blue and we would sit there and laugh and he would laugh and he'd slap his head like this. He, he might have been like one or two mm-hmm. at the time, but he would he would do that. Yeah. But my kids, um, they are my kids. They are like bright beaming <laughs> pieces of a light. They they have always been that way. So, yeah, I think uh, my husband is more apt to play now to get in a yeah. playful state to engage more you know in a playful state in a high vibe state yeah. so going out to play has been a big um, thing for us too.
1: It's funny as I tune into your kids I sort of see them saying oh so you decided to get with the program I've been waiting. For yeah that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's kind of how it's been yeah my, my kids have always been like right there with me. So they've always known. And I've kind of sat and listened to where they are. I've never pushed them into more, but I sit and see where they are and how they embrace the things that they see. So I have crystals around the house and I've spoken to them about different crystals and the energy that they carry and the consciousness that they carry. And it is funny because I never know sometimes when they're listening, you know, you don't know what they're holding on to. Right. So the other, other morning we checked my son's backpack and he has his big quartz crystal in his backpack. And I was like, why are you taking this school to show it off? He's like, no, I just keep it in my backpack. And I thought about this after the fact, but he said, you gave it to me. You said it helps balance your energies and I was like, well, duh, yeah. This is why he carries his his quartz in his backpack. So he keeps it at his desk and they do the hybrid model now where they go two weeks, two days and they're three days at home. Two days at uh-huh. school, three days at home. So he has his quartz in his backpack and he keeps it at his his backpack at his desk. So he's always surrounded with the good good mojo, the good flow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: like God, I love the kids. Oh, you know how much I love the kids. I just love the kids. They're just so cool. Oh, they're just so cool. Oh, how beautiful. Oh, thank you for sharing. Thank you. Thank you you for sharing. I love the bit about when you said that you were the reflection of your husband and that, yeah, you you were seeing that he, by squashing your power, was asking you to be your power. Uh, yeah yeah Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it's like you gotta gotta
1: take it you gotta take it back you gotta stand up you gotta say no yeah you know like yeah
0: yeah like I I, I had to ask myself like are you taking this on because of what you saw at growing up like I went back and replay all of this why am I functioning in this way I don't I don't wish to repeat that cycle Mm -hmm. so I have to change I have to change it I have to own who I am. And I realized that in that moment, yeah, that I would, that I would repeat the cycle had I not chosen in that moment to do that. Yeah. And just like we
1: were talking before about, about where energy comes from, you know, that cycle could not even be your cycle. It could be just the thought forms, the lineage that you've taken on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I totally get, yeah.
1: And when you stop it, when it stops in you, when you stop being um, controlled or put down or, you know, like feeling powerless, then it stops Mm -hmm. for your lineage, yeah. Right,
0: yeah, Yeah. totally embrace it. I've always known that I was, I've always stood out in my family. I've never, I think I've stood out everywhere that I've been. I've never fit in with the groups let alone with my own uh, family I've always been the the one who was a little bit different and always happy while everybody else is so grumpy so
1: but hallelujah
0: yeah yeah.
1: you know thank god I was had a few peeps over here last night for a girlfriend's birthday and um that was the you know it's only a dozen people but that was the conversation like I'm so different to everyone in my family and I've always been different, and I'm so different to my sister, and I'm so different to my mother. That was the sort of (laughs) crux of the conversation, and I just think, Hallelujah, that you're different. Like we don't want to continue the chain of pain, you know, that has been going on in the in the lineage. Thank God for the light weavers. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: To get the information, is it just a knowing? You said it bypasses your. Thinking. So is it like a knowing or is it a hearing of voices? Like how do you, you will go from like the, the the energy download to the to the actual information? I guess that's oh, does that make sense? Yeah. So all of it is an energetic download. It all comes yeah. as energy and I feel mm-hmm. that energy when it comes on the way i'm able to transpose it i guess mm-hmm. for lack of a better yep. word well, that's um my question, exactly I, I i can't explain it but i can tell you how i started and how it's progressed okay. yeah so when it first started i could feel it in this way and um, i asked them to communicate with me in the best way that worked best for me, not what somebody else did, right? Not what I've seen somebody else do. So for me, that was writing. And I just put a pen to paper. And when we first started, it was just a bunch of scribbles because I wasn't at an energetic level where, where I had acclimated to what I was receiving, right? It was like my energetic field couldn't even process it. If that makes sense, like literal scribbles, like literally, it was scribbles literal scribbles. Yes, yeah. yeah. it was just scribbles. it was just literally scribbles and okay. stuff, right? But as they worked with me, it they told me, and I, I guess I could say I had a knowing, or I hear that little inner voice, that thought that's not mine. Okay, and I I knew that they were. Leveling me up, so to speak, if that makes sense. You know, getting my DNA and my field in line so that I could receive and process, not just receive it, but receive and process, right? Yeah. So as we continue the writing, well, the scribbles turn into small words, right? And then from small words, they would say, hey, we're coming to increase your energy again. But when it first started, when that energy started to come in, it was like somebody was hitting me with a fist in the back of my neck. Mm-hmm. And I had the image, I, I, I knew it was for my good. And there was a part of me that thought I should have been afraid, but I was not afraid. There were two angels on either side of me. And I told my husband, I was like, every time I meditate, I've got three angel angels around me, right? But in this particular moment, I was sitting on the floor in lotus position and I went down like this. And there were two angels on either side of me. And they said, just a little bit longer and you'll be okay." But the energy was coming in like a fist in the top of my neck. It was that forceful. But once that happened, I've never had that experience again because that was like the initial Breaking of the proverbial cherry, if you want to call it that. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was, it was that forceful, yeah. right? So once I had that, every, every, every once in a while, there's another leveling up, but I feel it as a um, breathing, like I'm being breathed, I'm being inundated with an air that that's in there and I breathe out and it's like, ah, and I've leveled up again. It's like, I'm taking in more, like you can handle a little bit more as you can handle this little bit, then you get leveled up a little bit more and you get leveled up a little bit more. And this has been progressive. So if you look at my my Facebook page and my channelings, they went from a sentence to a little bit of a paragraph to a bigger paragraph and now it's like full pages and eventually it'll be books, right? But it's, it's progressive, you are acclimated. As you acclimate to the small, then it increases bit by bit but you have to acclimate to it. You can't get everything um, at once and you'll know how it comes. My, my yeah, <laughs> they are saying, you have to be willing to accept it in the way that works best for you, not what you've seen for, work for somebody else. It has to be personal. It has to come through in a personal um, way that is palatable for you, right? That you can take and make your own because source energy is out there. Like every, every channel is channeling the same stuff, right? but they put a different label on it because that's what works for that particular individual and they bring it down it with their filter on it but it's all coming from the same source right mm-hmm. so you just have to embrace and open yourself to the way that most works for you yeah and you won't know like you won't have to ask how do i know it's them or how do I know what I'm getting? Or how do I translate it? You won't have to ask. It'll be, it'll it'll just happen fluid, mm-hmm. like in a fluid way. Yeah, yeah. All right, great, thank you. Yeah, welcome. So you are in the wanting. You are not in the allowing. Part, You are in the desire mode of what you desire to see. But you are not allowing what is to simply be. You desire to see, yes. But to remain in a state of wanting and desire will attract more of the same wanting and desire. You have to move yourself into a state of allowing what is to be. Your desire has been put forward, but you can't stay in that state. You have to release it, understanding the possibilities of what what is, what can be. And what you desire to see, you'll eventually see. But to stay in a state of wanting, oh, I want it so bad. I need this so bad. I feel like somebody is right here talking to me. (laughs) Wanting it so bad. Wanting to see it so bad is keeping you in that state of wanting. Allow yourself to move forward into a state of allowing. Yeah. Thank you. You are guided and protected. Your journey has been a bumpy one, but you are learning the lessons. You are seeing with fresh eyes and fresh perspective. Infinite possibility is what exists on your horizon. (laughs) The desire to see UFOs is but one piece. That desire move into a state of allowing the desire or remaining in the state of allowing remaining in a state of desire is a hint can be a hindrance release the need to define what is and learn to be Learn to be in this life, be present where you are. This is your higher self. (laughs) Be present in the now moment, rather than setting expectations of the past, remembering the past, holding on to memories of the past and looking forward and defining an expectations or expect what you expect to receive in the future. Allow the path to unfold before you in the moment. And that's for you to carry um forward beyond the desire to see UFOs. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Okay, I've got a question for the mob. Uh yeah. I was saying to Vladdy when he when he first came online that. He asked me a question, What have you been thinking about lately? And I said, Well, yesterday morning I was totally obsessed with the US elections. And I'm never as obsessed with elections, like ever, politics. But um, I just find the whole thing fascinating. So, have they got anything to say about what's going on currently with the Biden, Trump, like who's winning? Is it li- like anything? comments Uh, my mob have had but I asked them a lot of questions yesterday they've had a lot to say about it but I'd love to hear from their perspective your perspective how it filters through you
0: so let me put my disclaimer out there first and Mm -hmm. say I do not do politics
1: I know but but it's not you I got it yep (laughs) like it's just because it has an effect on the collective you know on how people think and so it's not specifically about Who's the better candidate? Who wins, who loses? Like that overarching, what's happening, how it's affecting the collective and our world. And so that's the, that's the information I got on it yesterday. It wasn't really about who's right, who's wrong. They, they said some really interesting things. But.
0: In the grand scheme of things, it matters not. Love has already won. We are simply catching up as a collective. Love is a path that has been chosen. The players are but actors on the stage. Those issues that come forth or what need to be seen, to be resolved, to be transmuted, to be renowned. Actors play roles. And they sometimes play them very well. Allow what is to be. Observe, but do not become attached. Observe from your higher perspective as much as you can, but do not become driven by outcomes. Love is all there is. This is a fact that is being learned by the collective. Yes,
1: just <sighs> perfect, beautiful, absolutely. Yeah. I love the bit actors play roles and some of them play them very well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was interesting. I was discussing that with Lulu and Mishka on the last show. Mishka, Lulu had really bad sciatic pain, which asked her to ask questions and seek healing. And she found yoga and then she found chanting and then she's doing what, but her partner Mishka just saw his dad start meditating and look into buddhism and through that not that he was a bad dad he was a great dad he was a doctor but through buddhism and meditation he saw his dad transform and so he thought hmm, maybe i should check this out you know and in there and through that looking into that he found chanting and so one came to spirituality through pain and one came through observation and desire not born through pain so we were talking about ways to create and the mob have said on earth third dimensional reality or current reality has been desire born through pain Um, but it doesn't have to be born through pain you can have desire born through um, born through just want just wanting to just wanting just just what observation like that looks good i want that or I want to create, or I want more, I want to explore. And they were saying that as we move and ascend into a new um, experience on earth, that will be more our common experience, that desire will be born through what else and how else and exploration rather than desire born through pain. So on the planet currently, it's been desire born through pain.
0: So yeah, yeah I, I I've been learning this <laughs> funny through my mo- motorcycles uh-huh. my most recent uh, build this is this is what they are what I'm learning uh, through creation of this bike is because every time I imagine something else that I want on the bike or some way that I want it to look and I go out to eBay and I price the items and I say well I might want those things it comes to me. Like it has come to me every time. So like today I wanted a plastic gas tank because it's so much lighter than a steel gas tank, right? So I go out and price it and I have a couple, like people have been placed in my field to fulfill those things. So this guy that I gave soul some hearts to, he I reached out to him to see if he had a piece that went on the tank, right? because I found one, but it was missing some pieces, but turns out he has the tank, and all the pieces, and all the stuff, Mm -hmm. and he can give them to me for far less, even maybe free, because we could just do a swap, versus me having to go out and purchase, so a lot of things that I have dreamed of for the motorcycle have come to me, either free, or at a price that was well below where it should have been, like it was kind of (laughs) crazy cheap if that makes sense absolutely
1: and that's that's desire and alignment of energy you align energy and then born and then give birth to desire when you're in aligned energy the desire is not born through pain because pain is misaligned energy Hmm. so you're aligned energy and then you think oh i really want that wouldn't that be good oh that would be great oh i could do that and so stay in the alignment rather than like oh, how am I going to get that I'll never be able to afford that that's not possible mm-hmm. you know where the hell who the hell's so that now you're in misaligned energy so you stay in aligned energy like oh that'd be great ooh, I, the, ooh, that'd be, oh that'd be exciting when I find that yeah that'd be really cool and then it just like so much magic just happens it's just mm-hmm. magic it's magic it's the magic of aligned energy it's just magical it's magical magical Yeah, absolutely magical how it just unfolds. I was telling a client this week uh, a few years back or quite a few years back, I was just having a couple of people over for my birthday, just a small lunch and I went out shopping in the morning and I saw things like, Oh, I want to get some flowers. Oh no, just, just stay focused on what you're going to do. Just go and get some food. And I just sort of stopped at a few shops and I saw a few trinkets or some candles or, oh, that'd be nice. Maybe I'll get that. It's like, just go get some food. You've got stuff to do. Like, don't dawdle, you know, like I'm sort of talking to myself the whole time. But I saw a few items that I thought, oh, that'd be nice, that'd be nice. Anyway, I went home, made lunch because when people are coming over, I kind of get busy. And, and everyone that walked in the door walked in the door with those items
0: wow it
1: was just crazy like the exact flowers that I wanted to buy and didn't they were brought to me the candle that I wanted and didn't buy it was brought to me it was just crazy it was like wow it's just it's crazy how this stuff happens it's just it's just magic it's magic 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 It really is it's just alchemy of energy the game of life and how to play it like yeah so many teachers have been teaching it but just to be reminded that we're, we're magic. And so when we align energy, and that's what, um, you know, aligning energy is aligning with our source or our soul, and that just feels like pure joy and fun and bliss and excitement and uh, positive expectation and knowing and all that sort of stuff. You can, we could put more words to it. And then give birth to desire and that energy and stay in that energy. Bye instant okay. manifestation or easy manifestation. We're still in the buffer yeah. of time, but very ease and grace, easy, easy grip. Yeah. Darling One, it's 10, 10. Oh, Darling One, it's been so beautiful. Thank you so much.
0: How do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> I feel awesome. I'm feeling pretty good. They, they were just here like saying, see, we told you all you had to do was just be present and allow, and we will give you the words yeah <laughs> things that we will give you the words you don't have to worry about the getting it wrong That's or right. anything just show up be present be willing and allow
1: absolutely yeah, yeah absolutely it's so cool <laughs> oh thank you so much angela it's been a joy and i'll upload the whole thing as i normally do
0: Thanks everyone. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Angela. Beautiful. Yeah, it was it was a pleasure. I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah. A lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. it, so cool. it is so legit. I mean, it is so legit, Angela. It, I, it's very cool. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you, Angela. Super cool. Super cool. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. I look forward to next week. So have a good week, everyone.
1: You too. Big love. Big love. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Love you all. Have a good night. Good day. Bye, Vladdy. Vladdy's probably fast asleep. Bye,
0: Vladdy. Yeah, maybe. (laughs)